1: Welcome to Full Rigor, a Florida true crime podcast. I'm your host, Karen Curtis.
0: I'm wondering
1: if somebody can do a wellness check on my brother uh, and his family. I can't seem to get a hold of them.
0: My sister-in-law was making a comment about, and we just kind of put it all together, about um, basically the world ending on the 28th and nobody has talked
1: to them. This episode is about the destroyer of worlds, Tony Tote.
2: You, Anthony John Tote, are a destroyer of worlds.
1: Yes, I have talked to you before about family annihilators. Remember Andrea Yates drowned her kids in a bathtub. And I did a podcast on Henry Segura as well. We know that family annihilators basically have been kind of trapped in the corner. Usually it's financial or their world is collapsing around them. So they take their whole family with them, but then they forget to kill themselves. And in this case, the story of Anthony Tote and his entire family is just bone chilling.
3: It was especially bloody. You had people who were drugged, the children were drugged with Benadryl, and then you have uh, some uh, brutal stabbings.
2: He lived with the bodies in the condominium for about three weeks. During that time, the, according to the police, the smell of decomposition was extremely pronounced.
1: It happened in Celebration, Florida, which is right around the corner from Disney World, in January, 2020. The bizarre case of Anthony Toad. He's a physical therapist who was found mentally unstable in his Florida home near Disney World with his entire family dead wife, three children, and a dog. You
4: murdered your three children.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I know. You take full responsibility for that? I don't take full responsibility. Meg was involved by well, Megan's dead.
1: The father of three would claim innocence ahead of trial, but unfortunately, He confessed to killing his wife, three children, and the dog during a police interrogation.
5: Where we're at right now is a very sad state. All three of your children are dead. I know. Your wife is dead. I know. You're alive.
4: Unfortunately. What are you most upset about? That I'm here. That I'm not with my family.
1: So did he or did he not kill his family? So on January 13th, 2020, when FBI agents and the Osceola County deputies knocked on the door of the Toad's house, in the picture-perfect celebration neighborhood to serve a federal warrant for healthcare fraud charges.
5: Healthcare fraud could be overbilling or billing for services not rendered, basically fraud against Medicare or Medicaid.
2: It seemed pretty clear that he was in a very bad financial situation. He was trying to arrange it so his children and wife would have a lot of enjoyment. They moved 15 minutes away from Disney World. He spent a lot of money on a condominium. When that started to unravel, Uh, He he knew that he would be viewed as a failure.
5: He
3: was losing control in his life, losing control financially.
5: So the plan was we were going to do some surveillance, get some info, take our photos, see if we could find any information about where this family was.
1: Well, they got a a shock, to put it mildly. While they were there, they found Toad inside the house, along with the decomposing bodies of his wife, Megan Toad, who was 42, their 13-year-old son, Alec, their 11-year-old son, Tyler, their youngest child, Zoe, who was four, and their adorable dog, Breezy. They were all dead. We
5: asked him where Megan and the children were. He said uh, Megan was upstairs sleeping, and he also like called for her, and we were getting no answer.
0: What's your wife's name? Megan.
4: Megan. Megan. All right, come on down, bud.
5: We made our way upstairs to check on, on the children and check on Megan. The master bedroom door was open. It Megan? I didn't condition. see Megan because she was the way her blanket was. There you was saw the children? Yeah.
2: All right. They're
5: all pretty much black. The two boys, I just saw Zoe's hair. Okay. Um, but yes, the two boys are as black as this leather. There's also a dog. So just there may be another deceased.
1: The bodies had turned black with decomposition. And Tony lived with the bodies for three weeks. Remember, he killed everyone before Christmas, and it was now mid January.
2: Well, it was a confession. There was a tremendous level of explanation going on. We took my and I, suffocated and, uh, as needed, and um,
4: tried to get the aortic valve, which is deep. And it was supposed to go very. Uh, Everybody go very peacefully.
1: Well, Tote was taken to the hospital. He was woozy from all the Benadryl and he was suffering from confusion. And that's where police first spoke with him. That's when he gives his confession. Tote then gives chilling detail about how he killed his children, starting with Zoe, the youngest. Remember, she was only four.
4: She rolled and started squiggling and I put my hand over her mouth and I put a pillow over top of her. She started to Straight away. And I just held that until there was no motion
2: left. It's one thing to kind of mumble an answer, like, oh, I killed somebody. It's something else to give a very detailed explanation of every single homicide that occurred. So Zoe's so gone, and then what happens?
4: We go into the Alex room. We're just in there, just eyeing each other, just gaining the confidence and stabbed him. And he started kicking. Was trying to get up, and I reached around with my hand and held his um, nose in his
1: mouth. Then, Toad is brought in six days later for more questions, and he tells officers that he tried cough syrup to kill the kids, but it didn't work, so he realized he's gonna have to spill some blood.
4: Okay, so could they have some cough medicine? so to put him to sleep, take overdose of cough medicine, just put him to sleep. Didn't work. And we said, we're just gonna to have to do some sort of exacerbation. Okay, lead so to
1: death. After killing the two younger children, he set his sights on 11-year-old Tyler, who he feared was trying to escape.
4: And I was able to get in and get the knife right in there. I got, I got it, it bleeding quite a bit. He went really, really, really quick.
3: This was especially horrific. And I've seen a lot of bad stuff as state attorney. Uh, but this one, you destroy an entire family.
4: We decided that the, the dog, we had the dog with us, and I was able to hold the, not in the, her stout and her um, nose closed, and she went peacefully.
1: So Tony Toad killed his family rather efficiently, but was unable to kill himself. He stabbed and suffocated both of his sons. He claimed his wife stabbed herself in the abdomen, and when she failed to kill herself, he claimed he suffocated her with a pillow.
4: Meg wanted to give gave her the knife, I laid next to her and she put the knife into her stomach. We were laying there for about 45 minutes. After she stabbed herself, she says, I feel nothing happening. So she decided to do, go through her liver.
3: She was stabbed with deep knife wounds, multiple times.
4: Two hands pushed in. She pulled it out, she put the knife right next to her. And I just lay with her. It seemed like hours went by and nothing else happening. She goes, I want this ended now. She goes, I, I want you to take the pillowcase, put, it, put a pillow and put it over my head. She goes, if you love me, you can do this. I want to be with my babies. So I said, why don't you take some more Benadryl? So at least you're not going to fight me and I'll do it.
1: Well, when everyone was dead, he told detectives that he took all of their bodies and put them in the master bedroom.
3: You guys seem very planned. This is very methodical. There was, I mean, other than the fact about you taking your own life, uh, which I am still kind of questioning.
2: I think the reason Anthony Tote initially confessed is because that's really where he was in life at that point. I think he had um, abandoned all hope.
4: You take full you take full responsibility, once it's done. Okay. If I could commit suicide right now, I would. Okay, well, we're not gonna let you do that.
1: Tote was finally arrested and charged with four counts of first-degree murder and one count of animal cruelty for killing the dog. And he pleaded not guilty to the charges.
2: Anthony Tote's confession, I think, really hurt him. Uh, he tried to work to back away from it pretty soon after he he made it.
3: I don't remember anything pretty much over Christmas
4: and the first week I got here. I don't remember coming here. I don't remember anything after the events would happen. I have no idea where I was, where I am. The only thing I remember is being at the
2: hospital. His claim was that he was kind of out of it. He had hit his head. He didn't know what he was doing. He didn't remember the confession.
1: So apparently what happened was Toad and his family had moved to Celebration from Connecticut, though we really don't know why they lived in the Disney-developed dream town of Celebration. Maybe he was just trying to make it a perfect world for them. But Disney no longer owns it, by the way. He traveled between the two states while he tried to salvage his practice in Connecticut. He was going under. And he was a longtime physical therapist, owner of Family Physical Therapy. And court records show that he was deep. Deep in debt. They had placed liens on the condo that they owned in celebration and they had a rental home. And on December 22nd, the landlord of the family's condo filed an eviction notice and served the family the day after Christmas when they were already dead. So the motive possibly was that his life was unraveling and he wanted to spare his family or protect them by killing them. You know, family annihilator. Studies conclude there are four types of family annihilators, self-righteous killers, this individual, in most cases, the father, often blames others, especially the mother, for relationship issues or breakup and for preventing him from having access to the children, so he kills them. Disappointed killers, the individual believes that he was let down by those around him, most often his children and spouse. He might think that his family members are not good enough for him. He's unhappy with the choices that they've made, like the son of Alex Murdoch. Remember, Murdaugh's on trial for killing his son and wife with the financial situation. Maybe he was a family annihilator. And Anomic Killers, I believe that's what this killer is, considers his family as an extension of his economic success. As soon as the economic success breaks down, his family no longer serves its function, and he kills them all. His view of the family is black and white. It's never gray. And then Paranoid Killers, they believe that their wife and children are in immediate danger or under some form of threat and they need to be protected so they kill him. So, later from jail, Tony's talking to his sister and he changes his entire story. He shifts the blame to his dead wife, who, you know, obviously can't speak up now, despite having confessed. He tells his sister he wasn't even home on the night the family was killed. He was asleep, he said, and he came home to find his family dead. I
3: fell asleep. I was supposed to wake up at 11, 11
4: and didn't wake up till the next morning. I have no idea what I told the investigators because I was completely stoked. I
3: was asleep. He supposedly came home to his dead children and his wife who was trying to commit suicide. I miss you guys tremendously. I miss Megan, I can't
2: can't believe she did this. When investigators first looked into the Anthony Toke case, they believed 100% that he was guilty. But of course, they had to investigate all aspects. One of those was that Megan had killed their three children and then had a discussion with him. Hurt herself and then killed herself uh, with, with a knife. So that leaves this this possibility that Megan was the killer and committed suicide.
3: Love is blind at times when things happen they you're not
2: know, expecting. These aren't things that we should talk about now.
3: I have nothing behind, so just know that i Megan there
2: His narrative was that she essentially lost her mind and he was trying to support her during that time. And he still wanted to protect her. Even in death, he wanted to defend her reputation.
0: You're going to be informed by the defendant in his interview that he is the one that took the lives of Megan Tote, Alexander Tote,
1: Tyler Tote, and Zoe Tote. Then finally, in April of 2022, the murder trial begins. Tony Tote the sole witness for the defense, he tells a new story that paints his dead wife, Megan, as the killer.
4: I came home and my kids were dead. It was the most horrible day of my life. And what I mean more horrible is my wife died in front of me also. Did you kill your family?
3: No. If you put it all on the wife, the wife's not there to rebut it. And that can work sometimes. If you can portray the victim in a negative light.
4: I didn't even see this coming. They say, you know, blindsided. This was a blindside by like a Mack truck filled with dynamite.
1: And then the prosecutor has the chance to cross-examine Tony Tote. You told
0: detectives that you went into Zoe's room, gathered the courage, and you rolled over on top of your daughter until she suffered. Isn't that what you told law
4: enforcement? Is this a yes or no question or do you want the answer? Yes or no question. That is what the video, yes, showed you.
0: And your testimony here today is that Megan did it.
4: Megan killed Sobe.
2: He kept using that phrase, that's what the video says, that's what the video shows, as if it was some type of alternate universe.
1: So Benadryl and mental health issues may have influenced his confession. That's the argument. You told law enforcement on oh, yeah. The video. times
0: that Tyler was fast
1: and he was-
4: You he- saw the video and you saw the video also of saying, I said things that have been proven incorrect. That's not responsive to my question. Actually it sure is. But yes? <laughs> I don't remember anything after I left the house till I got to jail.
0: Well, that is you in the video, right?
4: It's a sickly version of me, yes. Thank so, God I didn't tell you I assassinated
3: here's Kennedy. Here's no your question. Where the Benadryl comes in, and his mental health issues. It could try to convince a jury that he did not know what he was saying when he was confessing.
0: You told law enforcement on multiple occasions that you went into Alec's room and you stabbed Alec and you suffocated Alec. Isn't that correct? That's partially correct. And your testimony today is that that is not true.
4: My testimony today is the fact that Megan killed her kids and killed herself.
1: But after just six hours of deliberation, the jury returned their verdict.
0: State of Florida versus Anthony John Tote. We the jury find the defendant guilty of first degree murder as charged in the indictment. We the jury find the defendant guilty of cruelty to animals.
1: Guilty on all counts. Tony Toad couldn't overcome two factors, his confession and the fact that he stayed with the decomposing bodies until they turned black. Who does that?
2: I think they could have made an okay argument that it was possible that Megan was the killer, but there was no way to get around that confession. Uh, No matter what they said, when that confession came in, that was the end of it.
3: His whole defense is undermined by the fact that he stayed with the dead bodies. This guy had the means, motive, and opportunity. He was desperate financially, he was acting irrationally, and he committed this horrific crime and then tried
1: to cover it up. Then... Adding insult to injury, Tony Tote stands up and speaks right before the judge sentences him.
4: This was a personal catastrophe in everybody's life in my family, including myself. I maintain my innocence. I loved my wife. I loved my children. I was not there the night my children died.
0: So, this is not helping you in, the, in, the, in this progress form, so I encourage you
4: to. I'm sorry. I did not do this. A jury has
2: unanimously determined, after listening to the evidence presented, that you, Anthony John Tote, are a destroyer of worlds. You are sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole.
3: This was a way of exerting what little control he had left in the world. And that's why the judge said, you're a destroyer of worlds. That was the only power he had left, to destroy others' worlds. And he did. But now he's got to pay the price.
1: So in the end, you know, judges like to hear that defendants are remorseful before they are sentenced. You know, they're sorry. But the judge didn't hear that from Tote. He just kept saying he didn't do it. And so he got the book thrown at him. I want to thank Prime Crime for some of the audio I used in this podcast. And also, I want to thank my cat, Sweetie. You heard her in the background as well. That wraps up Full Rigor. Thanks for listening. Until next time.